0: Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Ken PPO movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkosch. And this week we're covering Minute 32 of the Burbs, which begins with Rumsfeld leaving and ends with it raining on Mayfield Place. Yeah, basically just a shot of the street and we just get to watch the rain.
1: Yeah, shot of what I felt like was the trash cans in the distance.
0: (laughs) Yes, basically. (laughs) Yeah, so Rumsfeld leaves, so we just get a little uh, get a little Art and Ray moment. You know, Art uh, takes the time to zip up his jacket because that's gonna help in the monsoon that he's standing <laughs> in.
1: Yeah, they're standing in pouring rain. He zips his coat up.
0: And Ricky, of course, uh, sitting over there with his girlfriend, gives the uh, rain delay. <laughs> rain delay, bummer. Yeah. yeah. Rain <laughs> delay for the international audience is when a baseball game is stopped because it's raining because we're <laughs> Americans and we can't go outside in the rain.
1: One time I went to a Philadelphia Phillies game with two guys, and there was a rain delay, and they drank an entire case of beer while we were waiting in the car for the rain delay.
0: Okay. Now, was, they, it, the, was it the vet?
1: <laughs> I, no, it wasn't the vet. It was at the new stadium. Oh, really? Yeah. But it was disgusting. They were they were dancing in the rain by the end of the uh, the, the rain delay. Well,
0: you got to do something to pass the time. <laughs> uh, so we get another shot of Ricky's girlfriend, which we mentioned before. has almost the most 80s outfit ever made. Yeah. Like, if you were going to make a movie today about the 80s, you would dress your lead female character like this. Yeah. You would say, where's that uh, costume from that Burbs movie? She has <laughs> yeah. <just> teased out <laughs> blonde, feathered hair, yeah. giant hoop earrings. Dangly. Really yeah. dangly. Like an acid-washed jean jacket with, um, I don't know what it says on it. <laughs> I thought it said no on it, but it, I don't know. I can't. I, I still think it might say no. No exclamation point. as like, a sticker on it. Or, like, well, a patch. I didn't even see that. Uh, like it's on the uh, from from her point of view, it's on her bottom right. Let's go to the tape. Yeah, I couldn't tell exactly what it says. It might be no or yo or low. I can't tell. It could be nothing. <laughs> right, it could be nothing. It could be uh, what was it Paradolia. I just I just see something that's not there. So yeah, your your mind made that up. Yes. Yeah. So these uh, the, the two jokers here, they they run back to Ray's house. And when you see the street, the street is flooded. The street is it's completely flooded. flooded. Every yard is flooded.
1: Before they hit Ray's porch, they'd stomp
0: for uh, this giant puddle. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm assuming not a lot of good drainage here on Mayfield Place.
1: Also, when they run across, they run right past those trash cans. <laughs> they could have easily just grabbed that bag and ran right up on the Ray's porch. Yeah,
0: you better hope that the Klopex weren't watching you. Yeah. Even if your <laughs> great hiding place behind the trash cans didn't work out. <laughs> Like we straight said. across the middle yeah. of the street mark lives across the street so that's where you were hiding because he's directly across from them you've now yeah. run right across their field of vision to ray's house right next door surely stomping the whole way yeah. it would have made more sense to walk down the street towards art's house across the street there because he's one more house down yeah art should go home first and then ray could walk home from arts yeah
1: it made no sense to hide all that time and then.
0: Right out in the open. Yeah, and then this was your big plan. Like, oh, yeah, we'll just we'll just go over here. I love uh, Art's line here, too. To, Did to you see know, that? Ray, what was
1: that you were saying about the other day about halfcock theories? Oh, he's, yeah, he,
0: he is in full gloat mode at this point.
1: Oh, yeah, he is so sarcastic when he says it. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh, wasn't well, the term you used? Oh, because then he goes, he tells him, uh, sleep tight, and then he laughs and walks yeah. off. <laughs> and uh, I have in my notes, Art is having a great time with this. Yes, he loves this. He could care less that these people, in his mind, have murdered a lot of people. No, nah, he, he, he just he, cares that it's, it's right. Because, <laughs> honestly, this is probably the first time he has sent them on one of these <laughs> dumbass adventures when it was something that legit happened. Right, this is right. They've probably done many more that he's, you know, he's brought up. Yeah, they were probably like, hey, let's go spy on a... Let's go – I think Walter is smuggling heroin in and out of his house. And you know they went yeah. and watched him for like three days in the rain. It turns out it's nothing. He's just so excited something's finally actually going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's my main thing is that I have it circled. Art is so happy. <laughs> this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to Art. <laughs> Ray just watches
1: him walk off the porch too. Oh, yeah. and there's, that, like um,
0: a, there's a solid like five-second just watching Tom Hanks do to his Tom Hanks thing. Yeah. I am just like, I can't believe I hang around with this idiot. He even, like, kind of pauses at his front door like, oh, my God, I don't want to go in there. Because <laughs> at that point, what's worse? If you open the door and the wife's waiting for you in the living room, or oh, yeah. if you go up to the bedroom and, you you know, you just lay down and then you hear the voice, what were you doing out there? You're just coming to bed now. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're having – I mean, like, listen, I know it's not in the movie. You don't see it until the next morning, but right. that conversation happens that night not oh, the next day yeah there's no way that there's not like what are you doing out there and then you're, like, All right, you're out there you're out there i see you out there you got you're looking at somebody what do you got a telescope out there and you're like no no, no. It's, a, it's what snipers use it's totally different
1: <laughs> i don't have a telescope what's my name dave <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> no our son's up there looking at looking at mrs rumsfeld <laughs> don't worry it's totally normal for a boy his age he's a boy right i don't know i never actually interacted with this kid
1: <laughs> <laughs> he does
0: live here right <laughs> Yeah, so we get a – the last thing you see of Ray is him walking into his house, and we get the pan up to the Klopek's house. Right. Where, shocking nobody, they're watching them. At least one of them
1: In previous minutes, you said um, they showed Rumsfeld up in the window, and you thought that was the Klopek's house. It's almost the same shot when they show this one.
0: Yeah, it's just somebody in silhouette. The only difference is they're not smoking a cigar. Right, they're just not smoking a cigar. And they don't have the the patent fanfare in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Also, so, uh, it was, it was like smoke comes
1: out of the chimney and it makes like a hissing sound.
0: Yeah, I uh, I have that written down. So I was, I was with with the house from the furnace question mark. Yeah, because one of two things is happening here. Either they're venting the smoke from their incinerator boiler downstairs, but the way that it's portrayed is like the house is hissing at them.
1: You heard it too, right? I try I rewound it just because I thought I was going crazy.
0: I think it's just one of those things, like when. Um, Jaws dies and it explicitly makes like a roar. <laughs> yeah. That no animal, no shark has ever made and is not capable of making. <laughs> right. But they do it anyway and you just accept it. Like in your mind, you understand, like, oh, that's an evil house and it's making an evil sound.
1: I, I mean, either that or whatever made the smoke actually come out of the chimney in the movie made that sound and they forgot to edit it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like, that's fine. <laughs> so my question is this We've only met one Klopek so far, but we know there's three who's standing at the window
1: it doesn't look like uh uh you know baby Klopek. it looks like somebody else
0: i feel like it's uh it's, it's not the doctor it's the brother it's the brother yeah which, uh, which that is I, right now but... yeah i was going to say his i was going to say his real name <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> brother theodore theodore up there
1: you better say that real name
0: yeah uh, Come on, brother <laughs> no, i want to name some i want to name my kid brother <laughs> yeah brother theodore yeah oh, there goes yeah, so we get to, we get another uh, sort of Klopek sighting. This is, like, like the second time we've seen this. The other time was just we saw the curtains close. Uh, I love the uh,
1: the trees on the front lawn, too, when they showed up. So uh, they're the worst-looking, like, dead trees on the front lawn.
0: It looks not unlike the trees from Poltergeist that reach yeah. in and try to attack the boy. <laughs> exactly. They're, they're creepy trees. Yeah, and the last thing we get is a shot of Mayfield Place at the end of the minute. Which looks like the establishing shot for, like, Desperate Housewives. <laughs> I think they just told you if you, it's not raining and there's like if there was like a middle aged Botox woman walking by, it would be Desperate Housewives. <laughs> right, so said so this is the greatest Ken Pepeo <laughs> m- movie of all time. Sometimes I think you make these names up. Listen, I, there's no way I'm saying this right. and I'm just butchering it almost on purpose at this point. It's oh we're Ken gonna P E some- P I O T. Yeah. Pepiano. So I'm throwing a little French on there at the end. <laughs> Just because yeah. You know, feels like that's what it would be. Yeah, the T silent. So uh what do you got for me? Who do you think that is? Old Kenny Boy. Um, he's the guy who made the smoke come out of the chimney. You are not far off. I was trying to get the department that might have been in charge of the rain, so I picked Uh-oh. a special effects supervisor. Okay. So that's what he... he it just will come out, then. Yeah, nobody was actually credited as Rain Guy. No. So he's got 44 credits for special effects, going back to 1976, where he was the assistant special effects person on Carrie. Okay. That's a good one to start on. Yeah, um, He did special effects Great Santini, Heaven's Gate. Oh, that's a... Heaven's Gate, oh, that's a good one. You know, just bankrupted a whole studio. <laughs> um, he was special effects supervisor in The Right Stuff. He did special effects on Scarface, so he's he's worked with Blood before, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he did he did special effects on Beverly Hills Cop, Legend of Billy Jean, Batteries Not Included. Then he did The Burbs in 89. Same year, he did Warlock and Black Rain. He did Predator 2.
1: He's done some movies.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then he starts... This is when he starts being supervisor and coordinator, so he's, like, top guy around 89. City Slickers, Memoirs of Invisible Man, Sneakers. Oh, I've seen... This is... Right in my wheelhouse of when I used to see every movie that came out, yeah. like late '80s, early '90s. <laughs> uh, special effects coordinator on *Adam's Family Values*, uh, *Tank Girl*.
1: Yeah, I've seen them all, I think.
0: Yeah, *Virtuosity*. Uh, yeah, *Executive Decision*, *The Glimmer Man*. I, I've seen both of those. They're both be <laughs> Steven Seagal movies. <laughs> <laughs> *Sphere*, *Small Soldiers*. He did *Castaway*, so you know, a little back to see uh, Tom Hanks again. Yeah. Planet of the Apes, Red Dragon, Hollywood Homicide. Which Planet
1: of the Apes? Marky Wahlberg,
0: Planet of the Apes? Yeah, it's not from 1965. It's not new Yeah, It's got to be the Mark Wahlberg oh, that's one. That's right. I forgot there's the, the new, new version too, though. The good ones, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. Oh, I only saw the first one and the second one, I think. Is there three of them? There's three, I think. Yeah. Uh, his, He did Flight of the Phoenix, and his last one was Be Cool. With David DeVito? Yes, that was the secret to Get Shorty. Yeah, I remember him. Uh, I looked at his INDB. It doesn't say that he's... I mean, he just hasn't done anything since then. We're just going to say he retired. Yeah, he's he's doing well. One one way or another, he retired. Either (laughs) from the work or from life. (laughs) I'm not sure which. He's definitely retired, though. Alright, so this is the last minute we get of wrapping up their night of Mission Impossible work. So it take it took up the last like three to five minutes of our of our podcast. Yeah. How would you rate their their spy work for the night?
1: Um, not not good. <laughs> their, their their hiding spots are terrible.
0: Yeah, I definitely give them an F
1: for hiding yeah. spots. Yeah, the hiding spots are definitely terrible. I mean, they did have night vision goggles, which they only used for about three seconds.
0: Yes. <laughs> because then at some point, somebody realized that they're in the suburbs and not in, like, the deep woods of Tennessee. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) It wasn't pitch black.
0: Yeah, it was, yeah, they had a bad hiding spot, and then they actually lucked into seeing something, and then they didn't follow up on it.
1: (laughs) What made them hide behind a trap? Oh, that's right. They they, they ducked down when they saw him start coming out. I forgot. Yes. Yeah, okay.
0: Because, you know, they, he was like, I'm going to go over there. After the noise, Tom Hacks was going to go over there and investigate. Or he was going to knock on the door and find out what's going on. So, again, they just locked into seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they would have been out there ten minutes later, they wouldn't have seen anything.
1: Well, when they went over to get Rumsfeld, what was the plan? I don't understand what the plan was. They went over, they got the night vision goggles, and they were walking over. here's your going to knock on the
0: door. No, I thought they were just going to watch the house all night. Just going to watch the house all night? <laughs> That's even more pathetic than what happens. That's pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> anything yet? How long could you honestly do that? Not very long for me. Let's just watch our neighbor's house. After, like, what, maybe ten minutes, you're like, um, I'm going home. This is dumb. You can only talk about so
1: much with Art and Rumsfeld.
0: Yeah, after, like, five minutes of them, you're just like, you guys are idiots. I'm going to leave now.
1: You would have to start them picking on each other. You'd have to try to get them to fight or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I – let me check my notes here. I don't have anything else. You know, just a lot of half-cock theories. Not, Not much else. Yeah, no, I don't have anything else. At the end of this night, we have Art's very happy. I think Rumsfeld's in the middle, and I think Ray's depressed. Yeah, Ray's
1: a little weirded out, yeah. as we find the next minute. He can't even stop looking at the house.
0: Yeah, because I think he's finally realizing that even though they didn't look at the stuff, so, he so, he definitely thinks something's up now. Yeah. There's been too much circumstantial evidence.
1: He's probably upset that he, oh, he thinks Art's right now, too.
0: Yeah, which is always a terrible thing. You don't want art to be right. Yeah, you don't want your jerk friend to be right because then you got to hear about it the rest of your life. Exactly. That's like when you're right and i got to hear about it. Yeah, I'm still going to – you know, it never ends. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you say something right, I just cut it out. <laughs> all right, so uh, that's all I have. You got anything else, any last-minute tips? No. Alright, so, uh, thanks for joining us for the Birds Minute Podcast. Make sure you uh, go over to our Twitter, um, especially if you're a Minute Podcast yourself, um, tweet at us and we'll follow you. Um, it's just, it's hard to keep track of all of them. Um, go over to our iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We have a couple of them on there. We're still trying to get, uh, you know, more. Figure if, uh, 10% of the people listening did it, we'd have hopefully more than we had.
1: Yeah, they'd we'll be doing good.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> go to our blogger and you can see, uh, all our links are on there, including the link to uh, Chris's eBay, where you can buy a bunch of wrestling figures. I'm sure you can pick yourself up a, you know, Cactus Jack or Hillbilly Jim or something.
1: There's a Cactus Jack. There's a Hillbilly Jim. There <laughs> there's I other tickers up
0: there, too, you know. I picked two random guys, and of course you had them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm not going to talk about a minute podcast this time. I'm going to see if anyone wants to go over and listen to the Adventure Club podcast. It just celebrated its fifth year. It's uh, Guy Hutchinson and John J. Galbo are on there. And I would love to tell you what the format is, but it's mostly just them two talking. It's a whole podcast network, though. They also do, like, Drunk on Disney. They do Flux Capacicast, uh, Gilligan's Island podcast. There's a bunch of stuff over there. But definitely check it out. It's a Although the podcast has no real, I guess, center to it, it's really fun. Okay, that is all I have. Sleep tight and stay safe, neighbors.